You are not to discuss this matter amongst yourselves. We don't submit reports or ask approval for specific operations, if that's what you mean. We are an autonomous department. Any questions? Broadcasting from an abandoned subspace relay orbiting Risa. This is Section 31, gathering intelligence for you on Star Trek CCG. Now reporting in, operatives Dan and Rogue. Welcome to section 31, episode number 400 and, no, 343. I'm Dan Hammond. <laughs> and I am Rogue Schindler. This week we have the post-Gen Con 50 wrap-up, the post-Eclipse wrap-up, wrap up, the post-all-the-things-we-did-last-week wrap-up. We didn't have a show last week because we were on the road much later than we intended, but that was the <laughs> end of the, uh, of, of the epic event that was, that was Gen Con 50. We should start at the beginning, yes? That sounds good. Three years ago, two, two years <laughs> ago, you and Charlie heard that they were going to do the L5R and really, really wanted to be there. Is that is that more or less and, right? And they announced it. They specifically said, Gen Con, not next year, but the following year. Gen Con 2017, it's coming out. And uh, and yeah, I was really excited. I've I've loved the property since uh we, you know it first came out in uh i want to say 96 or 97 i i picked it up in 97 uh fairly early that was a, that was our first shenkon so uh wow 20 years ago okay uh, uh so there were some I, I knew some local guys who played it uh, in college and i ended up like rooming across the hall from them and we spent an entire year and probably more uh two years playing big group games of it it was during the original storyline arc uh, which was really epic still my favorite uh, of all of them so i was really excited to hear that they were going to be picking this back up i tried getting back into it actually about three years ago and there was just so, you know, the, the history had progressed so much beyond what I knew. And the game was still, you know, there was a lot to catch up on. And luckily, actually, luckily, My Little Pony came out. And I could not justify keeping up with two games. And nobody around here played L5R. And I knew guys were going to play My Little Pony. So I chose that. And that ended up being a fortuitous choice, even though that game ended up petering out as well. But uh, that was a lot more fun than investing in a really heavy, serious game and then having it die out. So I was very excited about this coming out, uh, particularly in this type of format. The, the the LCG, living card game format? Yeah. This business model, I guess, yeah. is, is a better way of putting it. I mean, it's certainly... Uh, it's certainly different. So what they released is a box, and you get uh, at least one of each card inside the box. Um, all the all what would be rare, you get one of. Uh, there are a couple cards you get two of, and there are a couple cards you get three of. Um, so if you want to play competitively and have the maximum deck size, you do need to buy three of them. But at what forty bucks a pop? Is that about right? Yes, forty bucks. Re- forty bucks retail. Uh, so who knows how much it's going to be on Amazon in a few weeks or yeah. a few months. Yeah, so you figure 35 40 uh, bucks so times three. That's still, yeah. you know, less than you'd pay to chase a complete set, right? Of, Absolutely. Of, of, of uh, uh, you know, sealed products. So. Uh, and, and, and their expansions are much smaller. They come in like they have a little deck, uh, you know, like a deck of cards. Uh, 
sized decks um, and, you know, get three of those and, uh, you know, or, or one depending on, you know, uh, your options. If you have, you know, the, the things that you have multiples of in the box were all universal, not uh, unaligned. I was going to say not aligned, but sort of unaligned cards that can work in any clan or in any deck. So if you have multiple people, like we had talked about, uh, I think you and Charlie and Mac all have a set. So the three between the three of you, you have a play set. So if you're not as into it and you want to say play crab, uh, you can get three copies of all the crab cards. As long as they are not interested in playing crab, they can pick another clan and you can, the three of you will all have a place, basically a play set at your disposable. And not only that, well, yeah, I was going to say if someone wanted to play dragon, uh, they'd take all the dragon cards and then I'd have to take out that splash affiliation of mine. So we have well, we what you're saying is all you can you've got three sets you can build whatever you want we need to figure out what affiliation and what splash affiliation we're going to play and make sure there's no overlap and then we'll be fine as long as nobody wants to change <laughs> for the rest of the card game life. Yeah, how? But uh, you can only splash in your conflict deck. Uh, if you noticed, um, well, those are the only that's the only side that you get other stuff with, and you know. As long as you don't both want to put three copies in, you know, if you're splashing anyway, it's probably better that you're only going to put one copy in. So if if the main player only wants two copies, then you, you'd be okay. Yeah, could be okay. All right. Uh, well, let's jump in the gun a little bit. We did end up playing a lot of L5R on the way, uh, in the plane on the yeah, way, I put, right? So put together, I put together some demo decks, so that was nice. So we could learn how to play and get ready for it. Yeah, I think uh, I ended up playing Crab on the on the flight because, like as you said, twenty years ago, <laughs> when we when we picked up the game at Gen Con, that, you know, it must have been Gen Con. Wow, Gen Con thirty, I guess. Yeah, Gen Con thirty must have been. All right, uh, you, you, you uh, I got handed a Crab starter because, of course, I did. You know, I had a one yep. one in seven shot, so that's what I started playing this time. Uh, and I think we played on the plane, and uh, I, I lost. Um, did we play more than once, or was it just that one one game on that four hour flight? I think we played when they taught us. They, we actually played most, you know, about at least half of a game, and then we played again on the plane, and then probably after that, we not. And then maybe a year later, I discovered people were playing at my school, and I was like, "Hey, do you still got that deck? Do you care about it? Can I borrow it? <laughs> did, did I did I end up giving it to you?" Yeah, yeah. Okay, I good. I got the, uh, the clan armor because I have no idea where it would be. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's where it is. <laughs> I think I think I, I think I have uh, a, a set of Dune cards from that year. Oh man. Yeah, and maybe some uh, Highlander. Uh, yep. But that's probably about it. I, don't, I couldn't tell you where the Highlander is, and I think I just saw the Dune because I put it in an old Star Trek starter deck box and wrote Dune in silver pen on the top, and threw it in one of my wow. long boxes. Um. All right, so we played uh, maybe one one game on the flight from San Diego to Indianapolis. Yeah. Yep, that took a while. That took because we were learning the whole flight. Uh, I think um, I played crab. I lost. Uh, there'll be there'll be a trend here. Um, <laughs> we you, we had tried. All four of us had tried to buy tickets to this big event, this uh, inaugural event that was going to be Thursday at say noonish. And go until yeah. midnightish, um, where everyone twice, gets, yeah, 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, because they re-released tickets and we all failed again. Uh, they the idea was you pay forty eight, forty six bucks or something, you get the sealed product, you know, before it's out next month or whatever. Uh, they throw in some extras. You get a pin. You get a box. Uh, you know, to hold your starter decks and everything. Um, and as you play, they give you win promos and all kinds of things. And if you win all five games, you get story influence points and you get some kind of weird name that who knows. Yeah, you've still got your pin there. There's my Phoenix pin, yeah. Yeah, I took mine off. Uh, I don't know what I did with it. It's around here somewhere. Uh, my crab pin. But needless to say, none of us got tickets. So uh, it sold out too quickly. <laughs> you, however, had a plan, uh, which should be lauded because oh. the plan worked, right? Uh, I was going to say, like Cylons, I had a plan. Unlike the Cylons, mine actually worked. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I was very nervous about this. Uh, I, there were multiple conversations online about it. You know, are they going to sell additional tickets? Are they going to start a waiting list online or whatever? And all sources pointed to show up on the day, you know, much like any other college class or Gen Con, you know, tournament. You show up on the day if you don't have tickets and if they're not full, you can they'll take generics well that's great but they sold 350 tickets and then 350 more tickets and both times they sold out in minutes like single digit minutes uh and so i was not super keen on the idea of walking up at you know 11 or 11 30 for this 12 o'clock tournament and get and getting in so uh i went back online and changed my ticket and badge uh info from will call to uh shipping and had my stuff shipped to me, so I would have it and on the off chance. And it turned out not to be a problem because the line was, we managed to really catch the line at a good time on Wednesday. But I had it nonetheless ready to go so that I could get up at Odark 30 on Thursday morning and get there right when the card hall, and that's what I call it, the, the game hall, the tournament hall, the adjacent room where they have all the, uh, the actual events, uh, not on the vendor's floor, opened right at 7 and I managed to walk by a little, a few minutes before and say, hey, when are you letting people in? And they're like, now. <laughs> like, and they just let me in. They're like, cool. So I walked over to the, and we had walked by when the doors were open previously, so we knew exactly where the their area was. And I got out the sign that I had made before I left that uh, has their big logo on it and said in their font, uh, L5R waitlist line starts here. And I stood next to the tables, uh, the the official tournament report tables for Fantasy Flight, and I waited. <laughs> yeah. And and I think I walked up and joined you. There were two people behind you, so I cut yeah. in front of them because you were there. <laughs> but by then, the... We were kind of a mob at that point. Yeah. I think they, I, I told them that you were coming, but... The Fantasy Flight people had already seen you and said... What great sign! You're you're the front of the line. Just uh, keep holding it up. They 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 walked up. There was three of them got there first, and they you know they clearly were the early risers. They had their coffee and their muffins, and they were like, you know, clearly not ready for this. And I stood there with my you know, <laughs> with my sign out and a big smile, and they were like, wow, okay, and uh, and someone came closer and read it and like, yes, yes, you are. If you you do that, and you will you will definitely be. I guarantee it. I'm like that's all I wanted. So, uh, you, you know, in exchange for standing there and directing traffic to, you know, be behind me, I got to be the front, which, uh, which is, which is great. That's all I wanted. I was happy to do that. And, uh, you know, I just, 
I was just so afraid of them, you know, not being one person, you know, somebody coming up asking one person where it's going to be. And they say, Oh, go stand over there uh, up against the wall. Like, you know, 50 feet away. And, Oh, Oh no. Yeah. You stand right here next to this table and we'll, we'll tell you when it's ready or, you know, just go away and come back and have, you know, every different person get a different answer from a different volunteer. Uh, so I figured I might as well make it official. And I do kind of wish I had done what I was thinking of, which was also print an end of line sign. So we could just hand it back down the line. Yeah. Um, because we got us a lot. But, Here's the front of the line. Where's the end? We, yeah. Somewhere that way. That way. And we even, uh, about after about a half hour, people started getting tired. We actually had a pretty decent line th- along the length of the banners that they had set up for each of the clans. And uh, people had started pulling chairs away from the, the tournament tables. They're like, yeah, you can't have that. And we'd already been, you can't pull those. You got you to gotta go ahead and pull them, push those back. And I said, hey, is anything happening at these tables until the big tournament until the kiko Matsuri. and they said no and they said well since we are here waiting for that and you're not doing anything else at them can we have the line along these tables so we can all sit down we can get out of your walkway and you know i can pull out these demo decks and we can start playing so we can you know teach everybody like all right everybody i want you to take this line and take a couple steps forward against this table now everybody just sit down at these tables <laughs> Right, so we proceeded to take out these demo decks that we had already used before, and I played against Charlie. I must have played, I think I played a game, maybe two games. Lost both times. Oh, no. Uh, I think he played... You lost my honor loss once, didn't you? Yeah, well, that was me learning how bidding for cards works. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, that did not go well. However, by this point, I think I had played this particular crab demo deck at least four times. Maybe five. Well, one, two, three. Because we played four, once on yeah. Tuesday or Wednesday, didn't we? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, uh, if nothing else, I was familiar with the cards, and I kind of knew. All right, this is this is the good stuff. This is how these cards work combo together. I felt like I was relearning the game. Uh, let's be honest. I never learned the game the first time. I learned the game. Uh, <laughs> I, I figured out, you know, what card advantage I can get out of this. Um, and I felt pretty good. Uh, the, we all had to declare what affiliation we were playing at the beginning, and everyone got little buttons like you, like you showed off. And so it's like, man, I think if I was starting from scratch, I probably would play Dragon, but I played Crab all this time. The, uh, the, the box came with deck lists inside, suggested deck lists, which was, uh, what, 30 cards, if that? Yeah, 30 cards. And half of them, two-thirds of them were your affiliation. No, a third of them were your affiliation. A third of them were non-aligned. And maybe a small percentage of them, let's call it uh, two-fifths, two-fifths, one-fifth. The last fifth was a splash of another affiliation. And I think mine suggested was Scorpion. And it's like, well, you know, I want to play Dragon. I'm going to splash Dragon in instead. So I took all those cards out. All, all those games that we played, I felt gave me enough of a a feeling of none, I kind of know what I was doing to take out a few of the the non-aligned cards that were terrible and I put in different aligned cards or non-aligned cards that were good put in the the cards that I liked out of the dragon affiliation it was I got beat up multiple times by uh, cards that pretty much say okay that hero that you got there yeah he doesn't have any skills and he doesn't have any ability he just kind of sits there um, there was at least one dragon card that says yeah that, that, that card's gone so I was like oh, that, uh, that's a good card I'm putting that in 
So that was good. Um, I built a crab dragon deck, and I felt pretty good about it. I felt pretty confident. What did you end up choosing, and was it something that you had played over and over again in prep? Uh, I ended up choosing Phoenix. That was my clan of choice uh, in the original, and always my, uh, I don't know, thematically, they were my favorite. Um, uh, I did pick them. I did not play them all through the demo because I was I was like, oh, let's try something else and see what else, because uh, the demo decks were a little monotonous. Uh, they only had about half the cards, but they had like three copies of all the cards that they had in them. Uh, which it was kind of the opposite of what we ended up playing with during the tournament, honestly, because the demo decks were like, here are 10 cards and you have three copies of each. And the, you know, the box, the tournament was here is one of every card and you are, you are going to use all of your Phoenix cards and all of your non-aligned cards and a few of these other affiliation cards. And that's your deck. And that was basically all of the suggested deck lists. I, I wish I had had more experience uh, both with the demo decks and with the, the other cards. I just didn't get a chance to read them all. We were, I don't know, it was so such a weird process that we went through. Uh, I was like, I'm just going to throw these together. And everybody around me was like, yeah, we're just going to play with what's there. I wish I had done what you did. Um, I got just wrecked by this one card over and over again. I actually did have Dragon on my suggested splash list. So uh, and and Mac had uh, had just been wrecking me with all of the attachment nonsense. Uh, and so I was more than happy to be like, "Yep, I'll take that. That's what I'm splashing." But uh, I really wish I had you know gone in and thrown in a route because I got wrecked with that all day. Here, that guy, go home. Okay, every every time, yep, every game. I and, think I took uh, out two cards that it wasn't it wasn't route. It was something else. It wasn't uh, go home. It was if you win by certain by more than a certain amount, you get to kill oh, somebody yeah. involved. Like, I never got that to work during any of the testing, so I took them out and I put in assassinates, which were fantastic. Just just kill guys. Assassinate was fantastic. Just, you're yeah. out. Um, particularly, you you lose some honor, but um, after losing by going out of honor, I was, I had more honor than my opponents every game. It was not an issue, so that was that was great. Um, yeah. I, I think I, we should go back when we when they when they they gave everyone with tickets their product. They started letting us who were sitting down at the table in, uh, and you were up first, of course, because you know you had the sign. Uh, <laughs> by the time I got up there, I think I was probably third or fourth. My number was 342 out of 350, and I had the tan or the gold gold bands, and I think you had a white band. Uh, so uh, we were, uh, there were maybe eight people after me, and you know a handful of people after you. We, I don't, I think if you had not gotten us up and all of us there that early, we probably wouldn't have. As a walk up, there's no way. Especially since, I think I remember hearing halfway through the wait, they said, "Hey, there's a bunch of people lining up outside. They think they're the line." And uh, oh, it's like, wow. do, do, do they have a sign? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> they can come and get in the back flag. of this line. Yeah, because that's exactly, yeah. I mean, we've certainly had that kind of thing happen before at various card events uh-huh. where two different volunteers have created two different front of the lines and got hosed on it. So yeah. a brilliant play on your part to get us all in. Uh, 
Uh, do you remember? Was Charlie playing Lion? I think he destroyed me with Lion in the in the testing. Is that what he went with? Yeah, it was funny because he did not want to play Lion, and he, I guess you wrecked her. You said you, he beat you, but he did not have a good go of it. He didn't feel like he played well in his first game with whatever he played. So he's like, oh, I'm going to try this Lion deck, and that was the last game he played before we we cleaned up, and he felt so good about like how much he how, how well it went that he went ahead and played lion um you know apparently I, a popular choice yeah and you uh, know what i, I bet uh, exactly what you were talking about probably is what hurt him during the tournament because all those lion cards say all your lion guys are plus whatever and you know if you got a lion guy do this well that's great in the demo deck when everyone's a lion deck but in the box set when everyone's not aligned all those powers don't work and it's not quite as uh, what do you call it? Cohesive. Uh, yeah, submit, submit. They're certainly not as effective. Yeah, uh, and th- and that was probably my primary complaint about the the day. Uh, you know, I, I had fun. I had more fun than not, which was uh, how Charlie kept describing it. Uh, I'm glad that you know one of us did well, so we could hang out. Um, uh, I just with the one box, um, there was not enough of a single affiliation to build a really flavorful deck of that affiliation and if you just had attacky stuff like you know or sit there and defend stuff and that was fine that's all you had to do it was fine so it actually turns out things like crab did fine things like scorpion which didn't rely on particular card types did fine um but if you had you know i had the the worst experience was my round four game where i had been waiting for spells all day I only got like one or two each game. And then I started with just a mess of spells and I got no casters. Uh, yeah. Every spell says you, you have to have a, so, you know, they're called Shugenja in this game. Uh, and, you know, uh, Air, Air, Phoenix are the cat, the magic clan. They, they are the knowledge keepers, the elemental masters. They are the spellcasters in Rokugan, and I could not see one. I went through two-thirds of my deck, and I didn't see a Shugenja. So, you know, despite getting crushed, that in itself, like not even getting to play, felt was was really disappointing. So, um, and yeah, it sounds like that was a, a problem across the board. There was just not enough of that single affiliation. So I, that, above everything else, makes me look forward to wanting to play because I still enjoyed the game. I liked the changes they make. I, I like the setup of it. It's a lot more of a chess match than it used to be. They fixed the very sharp downturn. Once you start losing, you, you keep losing. Yeah, that was one of my game. complaints about the game. Um, Once you, uh, you've got your resources in front of you, and you lose by, in the, in the old game, losing resources, you have to just smack them all up. Now you, it just becomes less of a resource as time goes on. Um, yeah. It'd be like... But, but you with know, this losing small your, losing your free card play in, in one e, if you start losing, <laughs> you know how do you yeah. catch up with like yeah, that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Every time you you're twenty, you know your opponent gets to twenty five points, you uh, you lose a free play. Yeah, or you, you <laughs> get one less counter numbers. to spend in second edition, or two less counters. Yeah, there, there you go. Well, uh, uh, as alluded, I uh, I won my first round. Uh, I won my second round. It was a five-round event, and if you win three, you get a special prize. So kept playing. I won my third round. I got tired. I won my fourth round. I played against a guy. My the fourth my fourth round opponent was like professional card player. Um, 
we sat down, shook hands. You know, he was excited to tell me about his work on the uh, uh, playtesting, and you know, he wanted to know what my handle was on their board so he could, you know, we could talk about. Like I, dude, I just learned <laughs> to play. Sorry, um, I don't know how I'm. You know, I've won three games, but uh, congratulations! Uh, you're, you you can go on and, and try to be. What what was the name that you get some title if you won all five rounds? Oh, I forget. Yeah. Yeah, he tells um, me. Yeah, that's what I flew in here to earn. So, you know, uh, g- g- good luck. <laughs> and we started playing, and we, at one point uh, he attacked me, and I and I ended up playing enough cards that I overwhelmed him and won. And it was my element, so my guy came out for free, and he was like, "I missed that. I missed that play, and it's going to lose me the game." And sure enough, uh, it, it went to time and. At that point, I had just a slight advantage. Um, I think it was just having the favor. We each had one, and I had the favor, and he didn't. And it was like, that's it. I've lost. I lost because I didn't see that card. And he was just beside himself with, not grief, but just uh, he was just astounded at his, his failure. His buddies came by and said, yeah, man, we just lost, so we're going to leave. He said, yeah, I'll, I'll join you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, I feel so bad. <laughs> so that's all they were there for. And I backed into, uh... yeah. Uh, yeah, it was tough. It, it, it definitely became apparent, uh, and we were talking about this midway, that um, the rounds were only 50 minutes. And somebody had said that the even though it's a small deck, you know, normally it's, it's suggested 40, 45 card decks. Um, but even with a 30 card deck, because everybody was learning how to play, uh, but they were just such short rounds, 50 minutes. Um, I rarely heard about a game going to time. Uh, and so... Uh, we we kind of time or not going to time. Uh, sorry, not going to time. Yeah, uh, getting getting done in time is what okay. I, I should say. Um, and so uh, we kind of shifted strategies. I'm like, okay, well, if all I need to do is keep you from breaking my provinces, um, I, you can win rings all day, um, as long as I can tie you and keep the favor, because that was kind of the tiebreaker. Yep. Uh, and and. Uh, with the exception, uh, and so I shifted gears and my fourth game, like I said, even, even with that horrible, horrible draw shifting to that strategy kept me close the whole time. Like I was, you know, if it, if any, if at any point the, the, the time had been called in the first 45 minutes, I would have been ahead and I would have won that. But I just, I choked so hard on getting those Shugenja out that I just couldn't hold them off for that in that last round. But um, that was a huge, like, shift in thinking. Like, knowing that this this game is not going to... It's like, okay, well, I can stop putting my strongest province under my stronghold because you're never going to get to attacking my stronghold. I'm going to put that out in play so that it's, it can do more good there. And I don't need to keep you from... You know, I don't need to win when I defend. I only need to keep you from breaking my province. And uh, as long as I can let you attack, then I'll attack one and break one of yours. So we stay tied, and I... Mm-hmm underbid you for the for the honor uh i can keep the favor and that 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 wins yeah i mean and, uh, that's that was the the plan of attack for the crab the whole day it's just be defensive if opportunity arises then you know make a counter attack but otherwise just hold them off and the, as you said especially those first the first three rounds even with the extra time they get the extra few minutes they gave us uh, i think my first two games went to tiebreakers and i won both of them my third game my opponent just drew zero the whole game and i drew all my guys and i crashed his his pro his his stronghold which is the only time the only game that actually finished that i played um and i don't think he touched one of mine it was just it was just a complete 
It was like he, you know, he couldn't, I, I couldn't have set up his deck better. <laughs> it was terrible. I was like, oh, yeah, this is terrible, man. I'm like, oh, I'm no, sorry. Tough. said, no, break my, make my stronghold. That's, that's what you need to do. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do that. And yeah, uh, that went really well. Uh, but yeah, like you said, the, the, the defensive strategy was exactly what to do in short rounds when everyone's learning to play. All you had to do was not overexert yourself. And, you know, that was, that, that, that won me all, all the games that I won. Going to the last round. Yeah, and it, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say you and you did really well with that. You went almost all the way. I, I got it was like po- wars all over again. I got the four <laughs> wins. Yeah. Um, well, unlike wars, they weren't gonna do a final cut and make everybody play for another three hours, you know, oh at uh, at midnight. But um, in the last round, I sat down against a guy who was in full monk robes and was just decked out with everything. He was from another country, had a little bit of an accent. I I wish I could never remember his, his name was like Burr or something like that. I had to ask him three times and eventually had to look at his because it was he said it. anyway, I was like, "Okay, you you are truly into this a lot more than I am." And he's already won because he has a better costume than me, but <laughs> uh he also understood the time constraints and was playing very quickly and I want to say pressuring me, but asking me, "Okay, are you going to do anything or are you going to pass?" Just not letting me have not letting me intentionally or unintentionally stall the game or drag it out. I think uh, I had the lead most of the game until the very end when he crashed one of my provinces, and then all of a sudden all my guys disappeared because uh, that's just the way the way things go. And all of his guys, with that win, he was able to add counters to all his guys, and all his guys stayed around for an extra turn. I was like, okay, the, the oh, wow. tide has clearly changed. I think if I had, if I had attempted to play slowly i probably would have won that last game but I, that was not what was going to that's not what i was going to do in that in that situation the guy was clearly he had come even more so than the professional i played in the first round he had come from another country to play in this event i mean he was bowing to me at the end i'm like okay, it's just it, it's card game come on <laughs> he was very much into it though uh had he didn't, it, you know yeah tap your badge every time it was a your opponent's turn. yeah uh <laughs> He didn't quite say reporting for duty, but he was using all the, <laughs> you know, the verbiage that you would expect in this, you know. Spend your power in the universe. Uh, yeah. Uh, so he ended up winning. I didn't win the fifth round, so I didn't get to, <laughs> what was it, you get to you get to influence the story or, or come up with something? Yeah, they, they had, the, they kind of set up, uh, I heard a little bit about it, and apparently it was in the fiction if you had caught up, and I was one story behind uh, before the, the tournament, unfortunately, but there's, they're setting up some kind of friction between the unicorn and the phoenix. Uh, uh, the Phoenix or the unicorn brought back some potentially sacrilegious uh, form of magic back from their, you know, sojourn into the outside lands. And uh, some people are like, okay, that's fine. That's, that's your magic. And the Phoenix are like, no, this is, you can't do this. This is not how you approach the Kami. Uh, and so the, uh, whatever the, the winners were going to decide which way the emperor ruled Neat. and that would then have an effect on uh, the relations between the clans and, and how things were going to go on from there. So that was, they always had that. That was always been a signature of L5 bar uh, throughout the years, um, having the original story influenced by major tournaments. So it was cool that they did that with the, the inaugural sealed deck. Uh, uh, and they did, they showered us in project, you know, relatively that was, that was pretty nice. We all got these nice, deck boxes which as it turns out uh do hold an entire 
playset. Ah, nice. Sleeved? So, so that's nice. Uh, not sleeved yet. Uh, I'm kind of going back and forth whether or not I'm going to put them in pages yet. I think I'm going to wait until some more sets about come out. Yeah. But another cool thing was they gave us our, the, there are ways for each clan, Way of the Phoenix, and they gave us six copies of our, of our way, which you don't need. Play, play limit is three. But as you played against each opponent, you could trade for give one them one of yours and get one of theirs until you got the complete set. So yep. uh, that was an, another reason to keep playing, keep uh, keep meeting new players and try to collect those. So that was cool. We got the pin. If you want to turn a game uh, around, except for the first round, which of course was one of my two wins, then uh, they had another extended art promo. Uh, Keeper Initiate and Seeker Initiate. So in the first two round, if round two or three, you won one of those, you got one, and four or five, you got the other one. And then if you, like you said, if you won three out of five rounds, they had the cool acrylic stronghold. Um, so, you know, stuff at all levels, stuff to keep you interested. Oh, and if you stuck around to the end, everybody got, uh, there's a starting player token in the box set, but we've got a cool wooden laser engraved. Yeah, it was nice. Was uh, it a starter token? Yeah. Uh, so that was, that was another you know, capper, you know, if you stuck it out, you played through the end, even if you didn't do very well, um, they gave you something out. So that was, that was fun. And it was, a uh, it was the day. Uh, that was, was scheduled the entire to be over day Thursday. <laughs> yeah. We wrapped up we, at 1130. Yeah. I would say 1130. Did so. we stop by and play triples? Were there still people over there or what, did we not do triples that night? We, we stopped to see if there were people for triples and we were like, no, there's okay. There's nobody here. We're out of here. Yeah. Because uh, we needed food, and I don't think any of us had had an actual meal that day, and we only just made it under the wire to get takeout from uh, TGI Fridays. That's right. I remember that now. I'm, yeah, that was an unfortunate meal. Uh, I paid the price for that meal the next day, but uh, it was a long day. It was a good day. I got I won enough to get that acrylic uh, stronghold. We got enough trading done so that we each had at least six different uh, of the way of cards. Uh, I won in the second round and the third round and the fourth round, so I was able to get one of each of the Seeker and the Keeper. And so uh, I got pretty much everything that you could get except for the super high-level prizes. So that was good. Uh, I, I enjoyed it enough to go pick up uh, one of the clan play mats, yeah. uh, which I really enjoyed. So that was some good art, clan champion art for each of the clans. Um, so, yeah, that was a, that was a full day. And uh, and. Man, I was just so pumped uh, because that was it was weird to have my first my big pressure moment be the first the very first day. And so I think pretty much from the moment like we got boxes and we're sitting down, I was like, all right, my Gen Con's done. We you, did it. You like, won. We got in. We're here. We're playing. You got in and you won. That was your victory. Yeah. <laughs> Everything else. Can, can, I was I was it was it was so breezy the rest of my con. Uh, it was very exciting. Although we did get a little pressure, unexpected pressure later. Yeah, um, no. but 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 good kind. Nice. So that was that was Thursday. We we kind of skipped over Wednesday a little bit. Um, was there anything? I mean, we met with uh, uh, I think Eric Robinette on Thursday night and played a game, and he crashed on our floor. We uh, we played with uh, with Sean on uh, Thursday or sorry Wednesday. Had a couple no, of rounds. Of, what was that? Yeah, we, we yeah. ran into Eric on Tuesday. Tuesday night, that's right. Uh, uh, 
All the days run together. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we just ran it. Wednesday kind of blew by. You know, we went and got, luckily we caught the line at a good time on the way back from lunch. Uh, we stopped. I am not one to get merchandise for a con. I think this is the first Gen Con merchandise but, I've ever bought. Yeah, same here. But I was like, it's Gen Con 50. It's our 20th anniversary. Like, I feel like, so I, I went and got the badge. I got a t-shirt too of that logo that you just held up. Uh, it was, it was like, I feel like, this is the one to celebrate, and uh, and I'm glad we did. I was like, we need to stop now. It's Wednesday. We're not doing anything else. It's only going to be busier, and I guarantee this is going to sell out. And sure enough, jump it back to Friday. Yeah, Friday, things, everything that we had bought was sold out already. Uh, the hats yeah. were gone. The lanyards were gone. The shirts were gone. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I need to add that to my ledger, too. That I think you I think uh, you bought me the hat. I gotta, We got to even up on that. Um, all right, so that ends... The, uh, the the long huge event of Thursday, which was awesome. Um, I'm glad. Thank you for making the sign and and dragging us all in. Uh, I'm I'm just happy you guys all came with me. I I thought I was gonna fly solo when it came to getting up at dawn and doing that. Well, so, yeah, uh, you you had to stay there for at least a half hour by yourself, but <laughs> we eventually <laughs> rolled in <laughs> when the sun was warm. Uh, <laughs> a little bit later, but yeah, that was a long day. Six thirty to midnight ish. Yeah, that's a long time to be in that hall. But I don't feel like the hall was quite as air conditioned that first day than it has been in the past. Or we've just never been surrounded by seven hundred other players before. You know, it doesn't really get that crowded on the Star Trek tables. True enough. <laughs> True enough. All right. Um, that leads us to speaking Friday. of which, Friday, Friday morning, I got up for. Oh, that's why the. I'm looking at my calendar here, and it says 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. Star Trek Masters. It's actually three hours <laughs> That's later. That's correct. Right? Here. Yeah, so 10 o'clock was 1E Masters. But not there. Uh, I finished cutting out the last of the cards that I wanted to swap in at the last minute uh, the previous night and, and, and added a few dilemmas to my deck. But I ended up playing uh, at least one round. I figured I want to see how many people showed up. I wanted to make sure there wasn't going to be a buy. Let at least Charlie play around. So I jumped in and played. There were six of us, um, and I went back to the to the Mirror Starfleet deck that I played a couple of weeks ago, months ago. Uh, I tried to make an Emperor because that was a uh, yeah. there was a laundry list of things that I had learned in that event that in that tournament that I wanted to add in. And thankfully enough, I did what you did. And you know, while you're putting your deck list together after the event, you go in and write up some notes about what to change, and That's all those per- turned out to be perfect. So. Um, I added extra personnel because you would kill them to to kill the matching commander. You can play him again. There's no reason not to. Uh, I added in extra people who could potentially be emperors, and well, that was very helpful. Um, I made a change of adding in the, the two people from Mirror Quadrants who stop and draw a card. Study Divergent History. Oh, yep. Study Divergent yep. History. I added that in. I took out a card from a seed from my seed deck so I could add in a, another dilemma. Um, all great changes. Uh, and my first round, I was played against uh, our roommate, Sean, who was playing. Um, yeah, sure he was. And I played everything <laughs> pretty well. I got my first test done. Sergeant Mayweather became the captain, you know, went out and explored space. He became the captain. And then he became an admiral when uh, he was playing Klingon. He he played a scout encounter, beamed over uh, and, and, and used that new interrupt uh, that came out in uh, Tobolego to capture somebody when you got your Klingon ship there. So we captured T'Pol, of all people. 
<sighs> and uh, then ran away. Uh, but I flipped over my, hey, it's good to be the Admiral. Go over and my ship's combined attack and blew him up. Killed Paul, but, you know, that's what happens in the Mirror Quadrant. Uh, that's and then right. We solved that mission, went back, and he became emperor of the 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 the, the Terran Empire. So, for, for the win, it was awesome. It, it couldn't wow. describe it better. Yeah. So the deck worked, everything was happy, and then it was time for doing something else because it's Gen Con, and uh, it, it there's there's so much other stuff going on. I enjoyed I enjoyed the game. Uh, wish on good luck, and then I dropped. Uh, I think I went off and played. I think I went off and played Star Realms a few times with uh, with Mac because they were hosting just walk up tournaments and there happened to yeah. be one, so we played a couple of rounds there. Um, I didn't did well enough to win a a random promo, but not well enough to win a playmat, whatever. Um, so that was fun. Uh, I I see we have. What, there was something else that we did on Thursday. Was that day one of the Pathfinder open? No. So we had tickets for so that we had based on our schedules, yeah. our collective schedules in the grand spreadsheet that we all did, you, me, and Charlie and Mac to try and work out this out. There were two slots because there were slots all day for the Pathfinder Adventure Card Game Open Tournament to get in the first round, Thursday and Friday. The only time we could do it was either eight a.m. the first one Thursday or the last one Friday. So eight a.m. Thursday or five p.m. Friday. Once it became clear we didn't get tickets for the Kiku Matsuri, and I knew I wanted to go anyway and try to to uh, to slime in by by being in line for the wait list, I was like, can we, you know, please do the other one? So we dropped Thursday in favor of trying to squeak in the last one on Friday. And our main concern with doing Friday was that it was going to make us late for a thing that ended up not happening, unfortunately. Uh, but that meant that we could go on Friday and, and not have any trouble because there was no concert against humanity this year. That's right. So disappointing. But you're right. Uh, 5 p.m. on Friday then, the four of us got together. And we've been wanting to do this for two years now, right? Yeah, just to get it. I mean, we've all played separately, but we didn't. we weren't able to get all in the same team. And we... We've been saying since we heard about it, since the first one, we're like, if we could get all of us at the same table together, we've done this so much. Like we, we know the game, we know each other's play styles. We we would totally nail this, uh, and we did. It was it was great. The first round it was a little nerve wracking. You know, they threw the decks out and I'm like, all right, here are the four characters you're gonna play. Here are the four decks. Pick one. Make you something. Have deck, make you a have deck, ten, ten minutes to make a deck. Yeah. With cards yeah, that we've and not just never seen before, right? Make a top tier deck That's with right. cards you've never seen before. A level seven feet yep. of each. Highest so level characters. All you the can cards do. are available, and so you have to look through all the different cards. Not just starting out, you know, you can't just look through the first. Okay, I can play with just these. It's everything in the box, right? Yeah. Everything pertaining to your character, and I mean, it, I was playing. The, I, they, they, we, we just pretty much decided. Okay, you're playing i don't know if they dealt them out and we just kept them or however it was i think they kind of put them out there and they said this guy's a this and this guy's a that and like mac saw that this guy like radavan is a rogue so he grabbed that and yep. <laughs> uh and the others were kind of in front of us and we're like okay we were like war priest that sounds cool yep so i and, took that uh, but i think charlie was like wizard do you want to play the wizard i'll play the wizard there was something and forth but uh and i remembered I had the Magus out, and I was like, eh, this was the deck I wasn't that interested in. And then they're like, oh, but you have to play Talitha. And I was like, wait, no, I remember. She was the cool one. 
And I actually remember reading that article because Brian had mentioned it and she has this whole uh, blessing shuffle thing that she does, buries blessings, but then gets them back. And it's like, okay, okay. I have, I have at least an inkling of information in my brain about this. Uh, I'll take this one. Nice. And uh, so we all got these decks. We had 10 minutes to scramble and build one. Uh, You had the great idea of marking up the cards with uh, putting putting the cards in sleeves and marking them up with a sharpie instead of trying yeah. to write everything down on a piece of paper. That was really helpful. Um, I think we all got characters that we could play well. I think I think they all matched up somehow, you know, well enough. Um, and we defeated the scenario, which is kind of it's pretty good, I would say, um, because yeah. they, they they don't make these to be easily beaten, but. Uh, we did it. We we used some tricks to get as many as much time back in the time deck because that's a big that's a big point factor. Um, and turns out we were one of the last teams to go, but we got the high score yeah. of every of the first two days. So yeah, so everyone in round one we we got the highest score. That was great. So we found out right away. They're like, okay, we'll let you know. And yeah, I think like, okay, yeah, you, you I think guys we, made it. We walked back for triples uh, at ten, and then. You know, like within that hour, you guys made it. Yeah, and this this is how they sent the the, the guy who's running things sent Char, sent Charlie text. I think Charlie's name was on the front. And said, "Hey, you guys uh, are the the top seed. Do you want uh, eight in the morning or do you want ten in the morning?" And so Charlie fires off a a text over to Mac to see if he can make ten o'clock because that would be preferred, right? We don't want to get up and stupid early and get there. And the next thing we know, we got a text that said, well, everyone else already answered, and you get 8 a.m. <laughs> so we were asked first. Four, but Four minutes later. Yeah, but five seconds later, he asked the next team, and they responded immediately. So we did not get 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So we learned, <laughs> we learned that we would be playing yeah. at 8 o'clock, which means we had to be there at 7.30 a.m. Yeah, they were like, okay, 8 o'clock. All right, that's fine. Like, yeah. Okay, be there by 7.30. What? Yeah, that's fantastic. So I mean, it was... That vaguely worked out because you guys had talked about wanting to go to the Masters at ten. Yeah, I mean, it, it, um, it was. I, I I would not object not objected to more sleep, but it allowed a possibility of playing two way Masters, and but let Charlie run the thing without worrying about getting someone else. Um, yeah, and it also it did affect the plans for the for the rest of Friday. Exactly the plans for the evening. We we had several options yeah. in front of us and end up choosing none of them i think <laughs> we, we play triples and yeah. call it right well we, we we had tickets for uh the special the the pathfinder special which i had been really intrigued by i really wanted to go i kind of uh i, I don't want to say i uh swindled you guys into it but i did like you know we had been leaving that night open for concert against humanity hoping it would run and i was like i want to do this i think you guys will have fun i'm gonna buy tickets in case concert against humanity doesn't go off uh, and then we'll have them, and then if I have them, then that's that's more of likely to get you guys to go. But they run Pathfinder Special every year. is a big, uh, used to be RPG tournament, uh, not tournament, but a big RGB session, and everybody is in the same scenario, but everybody's doing slightly different things, and you're all part of one big game. So everything that happens at every table influences. It's like a giant raid in an MMO. Uh, we, they actually did that. Did it like one a couple of years ago? You're trying to slay a dragon, and you know, okay, we need you guys to go over here and start, you know, reinforcing the the wall. And these people need to like get the archers read up, you know. So you choose which one you want to do, and based on how many do each task, that 
you know, the bonuses to that aspect of the game are reinforced for the second uh, port, you know, tier, et cetera. And for the last two, I think this is the second time they integrated the ACG into that. I had heard tales about it being a lot of fun last year from the guy that goes to all the ACG events, or the guy that used to. We, we haven't seen him around very much oh, anymore. Yeah. This guy named Eric, who I saw at every Gen Con and every Origins up until this year. Um, but unfortunately, it started at 8 p.m. or something like that? It started at 8 p.m., and it runs four to five hours. Yeah, with our 7 a, 7.30 a.m. start time, so our 6.30 a.m., you know, wake up time. Uh, we pretty yeah. much called that. In fact, we were planning on doing something. I think after Tribbles, we were going to play Cards Against Humanity or or that word, the the Buffy, Buffy, right? But Legendary. it was like uh, we can't, can't, can't do it. Not if we're going to get up early. And yeah. you know, we've kind of felt like if we scored, got the high score in the first round, we got to be kind of be not favored, but we got to be doing pretty well. So we should, we should not, we should get yeah, some let's sleep. Not hamper right? ourselves. Yeah, let's, exactly. Let's keep doing well. So we called it early uh, on Friday and crashed as as much as, you know, five guys who are playing, playing cards, four guys playing cards in a room can crash, and we're you know, not talking about Star Trek and stuff like that until <laughs> wee hours in the morning. Uh, but our alarms went off in succession, and eventually somehow we all made it out and got to the uh, the, 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 the ballroom, the Sagamore ballroom. Sagamore? Yeah, yeah. Sagamore. By quarter day. Praise Mac for bringing bagels. Mac brought bagels. Tasty milk-filled bagels. Oh, um, sorry, man. Yeah, that's a yeah, it's just a long week. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. I had been feeling uh, off. Started feeling off about now. Uh, the, the the previous night, well, we we went to TGI Fridays, and I just ordered the chicken sandwich. That'll be funny later, but. We got there that morning. Uh, we all played. We the 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 idea. The first round was we get seven skill feats and seven power feats and seven card feats. Well, during the fight, we were getting beat up, and now we're a lesser version of ourselves because you know vampires. So now what yeah. we get we got to choose three of each, four, four of each. So not only that, uh, we yeah. had been losing them during the course of the game. Exactly, because uh, the vampires were draining us. So it was an interesting so this was source, reversal, sort of, kind of, uh, instead of getting better over the course, you start with the best, and yeah. then you're, you're, your character is getting weaker and weaker, and yet you're facing tougher and tougher opponents. <laughs> so yeah. the good part is we could use any of the cards from the box, so we could still use the high-power stuff, but uh, I didn't realize that. But uh, we were getting less and less feats. So uh, we all, I think, had a pretty good idea of what we wanted to do, what worked and what didn't work the first day. So I think we, got, we had a couple, we finished with a minute or two to spare, making our decks oh, yeah. this time. I, I was sweating it the first day, like squeaking down to the last, you know. I was like, oh, I just haven't picked these feet yet because I haven't written them on my sleeve. Pick, 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 pick. You know, but I was focusing on getting the right cards. But, yeah, by by the second day, it was like, okay, I'm comfortable. I know what this does. I'm glad I picked this. I'm glad I picked this. This wasn't useful. Let's replace it with that. And, um, yeah, I mean, same thing went with feats. Of these feats, like, okay, I didn't. I never used this. I never used this. This was amazing. Uh, you know, hang on to it. And uh, they didn't enforce the, you know, if you if you do the natural progression, uh, your first three power feats are going to be from the top half of the card. Yep. And but, then the rest are from the rest of the card. 
but because we were being drained, we were being drained. We would have taken, know, lost the easy stuff it, first, so that makes sense. Yeah, we still got a yeah, roll card, so, so that was good. Uh, so I, 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 I felt like exactly as you said. I knew what worked. Uh, I, I used the, the 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 feats that helped everyone else because I was total support role. That was it's a very interesting character. I'm, I'm glad I played it. Uh, but it was early in the day. We were all mostly awake, and we got a better score. The second, the second for the second round than we did on the first round, so we were feeling pretty good again. Yeah. Uh, we defeated the defeated the thing. Um, uh, we did well. Um, everyone played their character really yeah, well. We, um, came up we short circuited that one site. Yeah, yeah, um, and uh, yeah, there was one location that was uh, every time you move there, you take two damage that can't be reduced, poison damage. I mean, it was just two poison damage. That's why Mac was there, but. We, Matt couldn't go there. But then at the end of your turn, you kept getting randomly moved away. So you're constantly taking damage having to move there. And I finally drew into a card that I had seen the first day, and I put it in my deck, and I was like, this is this sounds so amazing. And I never drew into it. <laughs> and so I finally got to use it that teleports you. It's treacherous teleport that moves you to a location and burns through the deck. Just reveal cards until you get to a monster. Pitch, you know, Put, the, put all the boons back in the box, fight the monster, and then shuffle any banes, you know, probably any barriers back in. Uh, but it's just burn through the deck and get to get a monster. And we were, towards the end of the game, it was getting uh, not really tight, but it was getting more like, oh, God, we have to do that site and then this other site. And I think we knew the villain was at the other site. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, I can try this and then I'll at least be there. That's right. Only yeah. we burned down to the henchman. And closed it closed in it one. Up. Yep. And that saved us so much time. It did. I think that was probably one of the big the big turning points and allowed us to actually finish the, the scenario. Uh, that was great. Yeah. We actually were back in the room later that day uh, to play regular scenarios. Yes. Uh, yeah. As the second round of semifinals finished and they are were tabulating scores, so we got to overhear them telling the people the scores. Uh, which was actually kind of interesting because the t- the two teams that were in the second round tied, like That's right, all the way down to every last tiebreaker. Tie yeah, uh, all three. You know, all the qual the the um, rubric I'm... qualifiers, all the tiebreakers down to the very last. They're like, well, what do we do? Do we flip a coin? Do we do this? We're like, okay, well, well, we hang on. The other, there are two still two top teams. If they both accept the finals, then we don't have to worry about it. You guys can tie for third, and that's it. Um, but we hear they're like, "Well, what are the other people against?" Like, "Well, you guys tied at sixty-seven, and then the one the the, the next team up was at sixty-nine. So you guys were all really close. You guys did a great job. Wait, wait, I thought you said there were four teams. Oh well, the other team got. 79. <laughs> it's not even out of his mouth. And one of the guys at the other table goes, 79! Uh, yeah. And we're trying not to... I'm just like, yeah, okay, thanks. Um, but, yeah, it was... So, was after really after we played that morning, right, we, uh, we decided that we were having so much fun that we, the two of us, went down and bought, right, our characters... Yep. So I bought my war priest. You brought your, uh, your. It's uh, not here. It's in my box. Magus. Ma- yeah, Magus. Ma- Magus. And unfortunately, Charlie and Mac couldn't buy theirs because they're not out yet. But um, 
we went upstairs and then did the Pathfinder ACG uh, organized play, the the adventure path that was released at Gen Con, and, and everyone made new characters, and we just started rolling. So we got to play a couple of rounds with the bare-bones version of this, which turned out to be helpful as a predictive, because yep. we scored high enough that we were in the finals, and sure enough, the progression continued on Sunday. Uh, we'll get to it in a bit, but the Sunday we started off, and it was, you get, what, two? One, one two feats? I don't remember. Two. two I feats. thought it was going to be one, but they gave yeah. us two. They gave us two feats. So it was very similar to playing no roll card, just right out of the box. Choose the best two feats, choose two skills and two cards. And uh, I, I, I got to say, playing those characters those extra times, I think that I think I think it helped with that. I think that's the second time repetition with with cards that I was going to be playing with under pressure uh, really helped out. Yeah, actually, that that helped me too because I looked at um, those basic. Um, some of the, the the feats that helped me choose, you know, I I had been not using those because we, there were higher power stuff. It's like, all right, well, let's see what what would I want to use here. So yeah, that was definitely very helpful. Um, so after playing, we we decided not to go back to two E masters. They had enough players that they didn't need us. Um, we we had to head off for true dungeon. <sighs> so we talked. I talked about how much fun I had at Origins playing True Dungeon with a bunch of people who had zero idea what they were getting into. And that was just a lot of fun. The puzzle solving was great. Uh, the combat was entertaining. We got all the way to the last room solving everything, and then we couldn't fight the last boss because the last boss was super high-powered, and we were all, you know, first-timers, right? Well, this time, it was me and you, and we dragged Charlie in. Charlie was coming in for the first time, and Mac, who is seasoned professional at this thing, and we got in a little bit later than we wanted, I think. But we got into the room. We were all able to choose characters that were... I, I was able to choose a wizard class, which is what I wanted. Um, Charlie got to play a barbarian, which is perfect for a new character. Just hit things hard, you know, don't worry about anything else. Uh, what did yeah. you end up playing? I played the bard, which is fantastic because I never have to show up anyway, on right? time. Nobody else wants to play the bard, yep. and, uh, and I love playing the bard. And Mac played the cleric, and he had either played a cleric before or was really good at memorizing because he had no problems with his memorization stuff. So the people that we were in the room with already had their binders full of chips. You know, they were putting all their loot out. They were all decked out. They were asking us, you know, do you have this rare loot? And we're like, no. Okay, well, would you want to borrow some? Yes. <laughs> Mac was handing things out <laughs> yes, left please. and right, and we were passing things around. So I felt like we got a pretty good group. This is going to be a good, uh, a good, a good session. And then we started out, and the first room was an interesting puzzle. There were a ton of just red herrings everywhere, and. I don't know. Was it you or Mac that finally pointed out the yeah. the, the arms were pointing at cardinal di- or clock directions? Uh, Mac noticed it and indicated. So Ma- Mac had done this one before. Yes, and so he he was doing his utmost to not spoil it for the rest of us. But he also didn't uh, want us to fail. <laughs> he also didn't want. Yeah, he didn't want us to lag behind. And so when it got kind of late and we were having trouble. Uh, he kind of looked at it and was like, "Was like, what's with all their arms?" And so I, st- I looked back and I looked along the run and I was able to, with the hint, yeah, pick up that oh, they're you know, because because it, it looked like they were a bunch of different figures and they were all they looked like they were all different know, classes much, and looked like they were all different classes. So yeah. we were trying to do that, but there were some some just weren't clear, and there were more of them than there were of us. Yeah, and then finally it was like, okay, oh, this guy's doing 
you know, this with his arms straight out and this guy's holding his sword up and this yeah. guy is praising to his God. And, and this one is pointing at the ground and like, Oh, there's 12 of them. They're all different numbers. And it's, you know, the clue that was inscribed on it. Yeah. Was... That told us what to do. So we were able to solve that with, okay. I have not read the name of the wind stuff. I'm told that the guy who was doing the introductory was spot on for his character. I could it not, was. It was amazing. I could not stand it, and now I do not want to read these books ever. <laughs> he was, he was smarmy, and I hated him. And every response he gave apparently was perfect, well acted. Hated, hated it with just. <sighs> well, it it may help you to know that he, he is the he he is in fact the the assistant in boy at this inn where the main character kills him keeps, and he's he's constantly getting smacked down by. Okay. Like, All right. Yeah, well. shut, up, shut up, stopping stupid. All right. Know, okay. Uh, so. Anyway, we, we, we solved the puzzle, which was great. We went to the next room. Was the next room a combat, I think? Uh, the next room spiders? was a combat. Yes, yeah. spiders. We did pretty well. Beat up spiders. Everyone did a great job. Mac had said yeah. at the beginning, all right, this is what we're going to do. If, when it's your turn, you, you, you slide and you get out of the way. And so people were rotating through quickly. We were able to get a lot of, a lot of rounds of combat. Yeah. Um, me, uh, myself, and the other wizard got our spells off. We were all pretty good on, you know, naming the the spots. Yeah. To uh, you guys with your fire was huge. That yeah, helped a yeah. lot. We were, we were naming the planes on the board. Where we were all spot on, so our memorization was great. Did carry combat, got through it. Uh, went into another puzzle room. Uh, hey, was this the puzzle room with all the words? Just tons. Yeah, of... no, this this was the alchemy. Oh, the alchemy. Yeah. Uh, so <sighs> previously. In every true dungeon I've done, there's been difficult puzzles, but there's been enough clues to actually solve them without relying on brute force solving. You know, you only get ten minutes, and after about three minutes, the guy who was running the thing says, you guys are running out of time. And we're like, dude, we've got like seven minutes left. What are you talking about? It's because he knew <laughs> there's no way to solve this stupid puzzle without just yeah. brute forcing it. And there Wait, was, so was, that, was that the alchemy lab or the... Oh, I'm sorry. You said alchemy. I thought you meant the the blacksmith. All right. No. I, I'm complaining about the next one. I, so I'm going to keep complaining about yes. it. It was ridiculous. There were magnets <laughs> on the wall. They had to be keeping replacement that, with that, it. There there were several things that could have been done to make that puzzle. Just uh-huh. just one or two things. And it's possible that in our quickness to try to figure it out, we just missed something subtle. But we stood there staring at those two palms, trying to figure out. Okay, this is this is used four times, this is used three times, this is used two times. This has to be here, this has to be here. So this one could be any combination of these four, and it was just constant shuffling. And well, I I can't think of any other way we could have done it, and we ran out of time before we figured it out. Oh. And, and, like, Mac had done it before, and they didn't get it, mm-hmm. and I talked to a couple other people who did it, and I, I have not heard of anybody getting this puzzle. Uh, and I don't... I don't like that. Yeah, no. Like, I mean, I like I can't see this puzzle and think of that. Uh, I'm like, all I can think of is they they wanted you to get X far, and then have to see how quickly you could brute force it, and that feels like poor puzzle design. Like puzzles are not meant to be brute force; they're meant to be solved. If you can brute force it and get lucky, good for you. But yeah, that, that was tough. Uh, to to expect it and not give you sufficient tools to solve the puzzle is poor writing. Yeah. That's lazy. That's that lazy was tough. Uh, and that as that was out of order. So that one was after the previous room, this alchemy room, where we walked in and there's pages of notes on the walls for 
10, 12, 14 different items. And each one has in this, this I mean, page probably of words. 30, 40 pages. Uh, of all these things, there's subtle clues to match up where each thing needs to go. And we tried doing the ones that were highlighted first, and we got a few of them. And then we tried just brute going through each one and some people would solve one and then leave it face up and then you worked on it and it realized it was already solved and the guy who was running the thing yeah. kind of started playing with the the, the 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 stuff in the middle and we realized that oh one of these is a magnet well that that solves this puzzle and this puzzle and this puzzle because we can tell that this is iron and not gold or something yeah. uh, it was a lot of time required to solve and we just couldn't get through it. I think I want to say with another few minutes we could have gotten the last one or two, but we at yeah, the very I, end when time was running out, we just grabbed a few and tried them and it it wasn't correct, so we failed. I felt like that one was mostly frustrating because we were so close and if we had I don't know, the the thing was kind of obscure and spread out and made to be really time consuming uh anyway, but if we had been a little better managing our time i mean i felt like we were a little close so when the time went ran out and we were off just by a little bit that was that was frustrating all right so frustrating puzzle led us into the blacksmith puzzle which we've already detailed the frustration there so we failed two in a row Uh, we were feeling pretty bad we had a brief uh uh good part right it was the next part was another combat uh i thought the next part was the map puzzle okay uh the map puzzle was not bad uh I, I actually really liked it. I just would have liked to have had time to participate in it. Yeah. Uh, the, I think everybody was really frustrated after the first two. Yeah, everyone was frustrated. We were all running around trying to figure out. More red herrings everywhere. There was a poem. Yeah. There were things on the wall that didn't have any relation to what we were doing. But it was a lot of uh, a lot of signposts that you have to match up. Kind of like, a, it reminded me of the old uh, like a, a laser reflection problem. Where you've got a bunch of mirrors. Yes. And you have to line up the mirrors so that the path goes all the way to the end. Right? And that's exactly what it was. It just was without lasers. Yes. It, it, yeah. Instead, it had pointers like this mirror. Instead, you know, instead of a mirror, it's a signpost. This is going to come in here and go yep. out there. A signpost on a hex, hex map. Grid. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, I, I was both excited and frustrated because like I could do this. I could figure this out. And some of our colleagues from outside our group were so they were. You could feel their frustration too, and they like got it right away. And they were like, and so they were not you know, wholly wrong, you know, seizing the initiative, like, okay, I know what I'm doing. We're doing this, move that here. And it was like, all right, just get out of their way and let them do it. Yep. Um, but we saw, which is where, yep. yeah, it got solved. Which we solved it. Yeah. And we've solved it with plenty of time. I think, uh, after the last couple puzzles failures, we solved it with plenty of time. So we were wandering around the room, chatting up the, the cleric guy, you know, asking if he can give us any healing and he was funny. So, uh, we, we <laughs> had, had some time before we go into the next one, catch our breath. And the last one, the next one was a combat, which was, so we did the, we did the light combat path. So we kind of had a feeling this would be this final combat. So everyone unloaded all their spells. Agreed? Yeah. And so we one shot at a dragon. That's right. <laughs> which was amazing. Yeah. Uh, which, which was amazing. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think I was the only one disappointed because I was like, everyone was like yelling. I had like three or four different people yelling at the bar. Do your knowledge check. Do your knowledge check. It's like, I know I'm going to do my knowledge check, but I have one combat spell. I'm going to do it first and then I'm going to do my knowledge check because I can do it while I'm singing and I can't start singing, stop singing, and then start singing again. Uh, and I used a chit that let me auto, I guess it was buffed to this to the spell, but it let me auto crit because he wrote down three times the damage I was supposed to do. Uh, 
yeah. you did a, a, a like the was it the rogue crit on a backstab, yep. a barbarian hit, and and we all unloaded. And I think I was set, I, I was all ready to, I was uh, you know this was my big number for the final combat to sing, and then uh, it it ran away. The dragon so, ran away. It bravely ran away. I, now to be fair, I was the only sad one in the room. <laughs> yeah, uh, the dragon prop that they had was fantastic. Uh, the Amazing. big head came through the wall, and we're like, ah, it's a dragon dragon. All right, we rolled the combat board out and started fighting. And at some point, it started, you know, it, it, it was dormant for a while, and I turned around, and it was moving again, and I think I jumped <laughs> into the air because I was not expecting that. That was great. Uh, that was fun. Yeah, that was really cool. And then another puzzle, and you knew it was a color puzzle to be the very end, right? <laughs> uh there was a Stonehenge kind of circle, and we had to, to it, good use of technology. Uh, the the lights changed colors with the time, and there was a changing pattern. And if you physically struck the stone, it changed. It was it recognized the movement, and it changed the light pattern. And you had to get them to all line up so they all were green at the same time. There was some confusion about the rules that were laid out at the beginning. Uh, I don't think everyone quite understood what the guy was saying. Um, yeah, I don't think he said it very well either. I don't think so. We we figured we figured kind of figured it out, and there was some debate as the best way, the, the best path to get to to make them all be the same. Uh, I think we yeah. ended up doing the, the long way, and it cost us because it was on a timer, and it was only going to do it so many times before time ran out. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, and at the very last and second, it was down to the last point. The we last point, we all struck our stone the right number of times, and he said, "Yeah, I told you guys at the beginning. As soon as you hit it, the, the pattern completely changes." And we're like, "No, oh, all right." And then we lost, and we got like, smacked down for damage. No, no, you didn't. You didn't say that. Yeah. So we didn't solve three of the four, three of the five puzzles. Yeah, and we that we, sounds about right. But we got we were close. On, I mean, we were. I feel like we solved the last one. We we, we were done. Yeah, I, I think so. A couple of minutes on the the alchemy. You know, the the alchemy one wasn't bad. It was just it was too much for the time allotted. Uh, yeah, and the uh, and then the blacksmith puzzle. So that, that that was it was a disappointing for for doing the puzzle heavy, and then having. You know, we, we I keep talking about how badly the. The puzzles were written, but but part of I think part of it was also the the GMing because I I really felt like we were given erroneous instructions that last one, you know, like half like how could we get that wrong? I was listening to you the whole time, and yeah. everybody thought the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, so it, I felt I, on the on the end of the day, I personally felt okay. This was on average probably below what I was expecting for a true dungeon, but you know. There, there are points that were entertaining. Uh, the, I don't feel like I personally had a big hand in solving any of the puzzles, which is kind of disappointing. The biggest disappointment, I think, was as much as we talked it up and as poor of a time we had bringing Charlie in, I don't think yeah. I, I don't think he enjoyed it. I, I mean, he no. might have put on a happy face for us, but I wouldn't have enjoyed it if that was my first experience. Um, and Definitely not a good first experience, no, I think. And no, that, poor. I, I certainly not worth the eighty bucks we paid each to get in. Uh, disappointing. Sixty, but yeah, sixty dollars. Still disappointing. Um, but disappointed. You know, we uh, we 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 gathered our loot bags after that. I got a uh, a great piece of loot for the mage. All of my magic missiles next time are going to be extra damage, so that's great. You usually get a lot of those. 
so that was fun. Um, and then we wandered back and uh, we we started tribbles early, so that uh, so that we could run the other yes. the decipher game. Uh, Sean was going to run. You know, three years in a row, we've scheduled tribbles at ten o'clock at the same time the Austin Powers World Championship is. So this year we moved up tribbles by fifteen minutes or thirty minutes, and then ran it fast, and then had Austin Powers start a little bit late. So we had a quick triples round. round. Uh, I really do need to input these results, and then uh, you <laughs> split off to do to play Buffy, right, with uh, a couple yep. of folks. I joined the Daddy Pants Party to play Austin Powers, which was, I gotta say, quite amusing. It was a good time. Uh, I played last, not last year, two years ago, and we had just so many people. We had to break them into two huge tables. Um, but this year, there were only eight of us, I think, so it was two four-person tables. And I managed to at least score some points in the first round, so I made it to the top table in the second round. And uh, you know, one card away from going out multiple times, but ended up uh, in third place. Um, Jeremy Benedict comes in second every year, so he came in second again. Um, <laughs> everybody has to have a nickname when you go in, and his is always the, the bridesmaid. And true enough, uh, oh, man. he was bridesmaid once again. Uh, and the winner was um, Richard New. Congratulations. <laughs> so, uh, barely beat me out uh, in, in in going out. And I think there was at one point where someone just, it, it, you know, if, you, if you're familiar with the game, you have a, pretty much a throwdown between two agents. And at some point, if you run out of cards to play, uh, you can ask for help, and people will play one or both sides to try to, because if you you score whatever, if, if you're on the winning side, you score those points for yourself. Uh, and oh, it wow. came down to who are you going to choose? Who are you going to king make here? <laughs> and, and it wasn't Dan. So, uh, yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, but it was fun. Had a good time. Um, I think I scored another uh, Felicity that I can play with. So I'll put the herd in the deck for next time. Um, learned a few things. I forgot that there's a card. You remember the uh, the first contact enhanced first contact pack that lets you open oh, the yeah. pack. Well, there's one of those for each side, and you don't even have to be losing. You just call it out, and once per game, you <laughs> open up a pack of cards, you put them all in your hand, and you play them all that turn. So it's like, I I, wow. I felt like I was at a disadvantage because everyone else was opening random packs and adding them, uh, but I did not. So I will add those for next time. I will, I will add some booster shots for next time. Uh, that was fun. So <laughs> thanks to Sean for running that. That went into the night on... Are we still on Friday night? Saturday. No, Saturday no, night. That was Saturday night. Oh, I think I joined you for a round of Buffy after that, too. Because you did. We played one. It was only midnight, uh, so why not? Yeah, and you guys were... I think you, we, we finished right around the time you did, and uh, we won, but uh, I'd had a terrible time, and I, I wanted to play a decent hand. I, uh, You know when you're playing Legendary, you finally get all your cards together, and you have like that epic hand that happens like three or four times a game, maybe? If you get all your things working, you know, a, a decent amount of stuff working and have a good turn. Yeah, literally every time I had that hand, the villain we were playing made me pitch our hand. So uh, I was very 
displeased. Uh, but I, but I, even then, uh, even after that, I, I really enjoyed the game. I really liked the flavor that they added. Uh, it plays a lot more like Marvel Legendary, where it's primarily uh, the city and you're fighting. It's not like Firefly, where there's all the episodes. Um, they added two new mechanics, which I think are a huge uh uh, boost the flavor for Buffy. There's a, a light dark track, and uh, some guys advance the light, some guys advance the dark. And when you get to, you know, when you would go off the end of the light track, everybody gets a courage token, which is the other new mechanic, which is basically a plus one anytime you want to use it for either currency. Uh, and then the dark bad things happen. Uh, and then most of those cards, you know, if there's light, do something cool. If there's dark, do something, uh, do something else, you know, depending on the character, you know, Buffy has some dark cards because she has a little dark bath and some of the characters have light cards. Willow has a whole temptation thing where you get powerful stuff, but you have to pitch cards or advance the dark. Uh, so that, that was a really good addition, a sm- just a small little addition that's not too hard to pick up. Uh, and it really increased the flavor for Buffy. I really enjoyed it. It seems to really have captured the, the humor as well with the card titles uh, of the of the game. I know Charlie really enjoyed playing Xander. Um, he doesn't do a lot fighty wise, but he does a lot of playing with the uh, the the light dark meter. Um, there was some really fun. Our second game, the one you joined for us for, was actually kind of cool thematic wise. We were realizing we're like let's play with all the girls, and then we're like there's not a lot of fight in these. There's a lot of recruit and a lot of manipulation, but there's, you know, aside from faith, there's not a lot of fight, but we kept the, the light dark meter in the light, almost the whole game. We kept pushing it off the end. So we were gaining courage tokens. A lot of the cards did stuff with courage tokens. So we literally, we, we won with courage. We, we killed them with courage. Yeah, I had all the fun that you had in the first game in that game. Every time all the the cards lined up for me to have an epic turn, it got all but pitched, and I would draw four new cards, and they were all terrible. And I did not have an enjoyable <laughs> round with that. So I'll try it another time. But I, yeah, that was that was less fun. It was also very late, so uh, that probably had something to do with my lack of total buy-in for that game. But. Uh, Everyone else seemed to have a great time, so I'm looking forward to trying it again sometime. Yeah. And conveniently, uh, it's in the same size box as Firefly, which has left lots of room for expansions that aren't out yet, so I combined them into one box. That Well, that's uh, interesting. That. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, so you can play either one. I like it. Yeah. All right. That put a cap to Saturday night and left us getting ready for the Pathfinder Finals on Sunday, plus... Tribbles Masters on Sunday, plus uh, there was a casual L5R tournament on Sunday morning where we were planning to go and get our seventh and final way of the whatever uh, that we couldn't go to because we qualified for fi- for the world championship. Luckily, <laughs> according to plan, we, we stopped by and we're like, well, maybe we'll just tell them what happened and you know, it's Gen Con. They know things like this happen. So we did. We went and stopped by. We Luckily, we found Stuart, who was very helpful, uh, after going through a couple of people and said, hey, look, we have tickets for this. We really want to play and get our seventh away because we got six the other day where we had a lot of fun at the Kiku, Missouri. But we're in the championships for this other tournament, and it's it conflicts it's at the same time. So can we, you know, 
do we just get the card or can we turn to the ticket? Do we want to come that morning beforehand or should we come after? And he's like, you know what? Don't worry about giving him your tickets. Um, just come on by, you know, wait until shortly after the tournament starts, you know, after we're done organizing and, uh, and you'll be fine. Uh, just make sure you find me, um, which was great. We did that on Saturday just to make sure. And then we stopped by on Sunday and he was not there. No, he was not there. <laughs> of course he wasn't there. So uh, <laughs> we went off and played in our event, right? Uh, in the morning, Pathfinder Open, the championship. And uh, once again, we defeated the scenario. So it was nice because two tables, the two championship tables, right? It was us versus them. So we can kind of hear what was going on over there. You know, we heard when they cheered, and I'm sure they heard hard when we cheered <laughs> because <laughs> we were having a grand time. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, we we, we, we kind of we knew we, we predicted what we were getting into, right? Low-level characters. We had, we had a game plan. We had a plan of attack. And they put out that one site with, like, 30... 60 cards in it, right? That we had to burn oh, down man. the whole thing. Yep. And every every once in a while, a new location would pop up, and we have to go over there and collect something and then jump back. And, oh, we 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 figured, you know, we'd get about halfway through it by the time time ran out. So we were going to try to get as many points as we can. You know, they didn't tell us what the scoring was going to be, but we kind of had some guesses since it was we had to reassemble yeah. parts of the throne so there were loot that was showing up in that other deck. So we figured, okay, we're going to keep getting loot. Until there's no more loot set aside, right? So there was, I think there was four of them. There were. Uh, every time at the end of the, when we fought the villain, we couldn't fight the villain until. Was it the, he was the oh. last thing there or something? What was? Oh, until if there were right. If there were more than four blessings left in the blessings deck, he is evaded. Yeah, and you know the blessings deck is how you keep track of time. So you have to fight him, but only at the very end of the scenario, yeah. and only if you're ready, and only yeah. if etc. 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 So fight cards, it, you, we, cards left in that deck had been a major part of scoring, right? Previously, because you start with fifty points, and we had you know gone seventy three, seventy nine, and so that was a big chunk of our time because we had about half the time left the other two games. So we're like, well, you know, we can't do it until the very end anyway. Is that still going to be an issue? Yeah. We 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 did we, we got all the, the loot. We were killing monsters left and right. In the previous games, we got levels a point I think for every monster you kill. So we we killed literally everything. Right? We burned down the the side decks four times. We killed that henchman every time. Yeah. We burned down everything in the pile until we got to the villain. Uh, we the villain had a diplomacy check, and for every bit of loot that you have, it's a bonus to it. So we figured, okay, we're going to do it with diplomacy. That way, we get a big bonus. Uh, maybe that's you know extra points at the end, uh, and then on top of everything else, we we got down to like I don't know maybe we kept letting it go around so we get exactly the timing right so it would be your turn because you had yeah. the card that let you auto pass a non combat skill ch- or a combat skill check or something like that, uh, and I used the the constant consecration to add cards back into the uh the day check so we can add as many days back to hopefully <laughs> pad our score just a little bit more um, <laughs> and it turned out i had exactly the right number of blessings in my hand to bury to get that up to 4 so it was the maximum number we could have had when we encounter him when it was your turn uh we encountered him <laughs> we you pitched your hand so we made the check and we all just kind of waited waited <laughs> I'll okay, tell you, in, in previous, pr- the previous year when I played, you know, in the finals and the semifinals, after you beat that villain, 
they say, okay, well, now it opens up this other deck over here that you weren't ready for, and then you have to burn through. <laughs> oh, but no. It was like waiting. He said, okay, you're done. And we're like, ah. <laughs> 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 Just did a big breath, and they're, they're screaming and hollering at the table next to us uh, because they're having this big, huge, epic, like, 30-minute turn. Um, oh, my goodness. We, it turned out that uh, we managed to defeat all the monsters, uh, plus four monsters in the side decks. We had the maximum number of days left over because we had padded that on purpose. Uh, we got all the loot, so that was worth points. Um, getting the guy by diplomacy was not necessary. I'm going to call it a cool worth five points in our, you know, on, in the Star hey, Trek side. Uh, it, it made it made it an auto win instead of having to roll dice. Exactly, that could always screw you. Yeah. Uh, the other team had a score. But we had the, the maximum possible score, which the perfect, perfect <laughs> score. Uh, after we after we finished and we were sitting around cleaning up, we had a little bit of time, and the guys running the game was like, "Man, I want to tell you guys your score, but I can't." <laughs> 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 so we kind of at that point, I was like, "All right, I, I think we did pretty uh, well." Um, and they announced that we got a higher score, so world champions of the world, right? Yeah, that was amazing, and and it was so cool because we all had super key plays in that. Like everybody, like dug into their character and either found cards or powers that really just saved our bacon. Like you, you turned on to that, you know, padding the the deck really early, and that you know you did that all three games. Yeah, that uh, was very that was good. I found that, sure we qualified. that that one random ally that passes cards to someone else let you close that location. Uh, at yeah. the very beginning. Uh, oh, the trade! Oh, yeah, that was huge. Because we would have, which we almost lost. We would have been rotating over uh, that one again. Uh, you jumping in and using that t- treacherous teleport to burn down the side deck because there was only oh, ever one man. monster in it. That was great. Uh, that was a huge discovery. And then having the staff that let me dig my that spell back out. <laughs> it was like, so wait a minute, we have to go through this three more times. You say? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and close it. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, there was a lot of... Let's, let's do that. I felt like there was a lot of synergy with your character and banishing blessings because you just got them back again, um, right? Or bearing... I, I think, yeah, I think my single favorite moment of that finals round was seeing Mike Selinker walk by. He was kind of loitering just to see how things were going. And every time you fought a monster, you had to lose a feat. And we had early on been losing skill feats because losing the tick boxes. And they very specifically said... If you ever have to bury, if you ever have to lose a card feat, you have to bury a card of that type. And my character's whole shtick is anytime you would play a blessing, uh, discard a blessing, you can bury it instead. And then all of her powers are, you know, recharge a buried blessing to do this cool power, recharge a buried blessing to do this other cool power. So (laughs) it's like, oh, I fought a monster. I guess I'll have to lose this blessing card feat. Oh no! I have to bury a blessing, and Mike just walked away laughing. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. I was uh, like, Yay! I, <laughs> the, all three rounds, all all four of us, I think uh, we were definitely on our game. We uh, we had we were never really truly pressed for time, except that first deck building. Right, uh, all the other games we finished. We finished the scenario, which is unexpected before time ran out so we were never you know trying yeah. to get that last thing done before before time ran out or close the last location just to get some more points uh i think we played pretty well uh, i think we were 
I think we wrecked it. I think we did a good job. Yeah, and they did too. It was our first clue was people walk by to see how we did. It's like, oh, you guys are done? So what happened? We're like, well, we're done. We we, we beat them. They're like, you you survived? <laughs> like, you won? You know, they clearly had not expected us to beat the scenario. They were basically seeing how many points we had left when we died. When we all died, and, yeah. When we all died or ran out of time. Yeah. So, uh, no, epic. Uh, we, we, we were gifted uh, more of these. Uh, the starters, everyone got, all four of us got four starters. So one of each uh, that were played with at the table. Um, you know, I put my my tails, the character box that isn't available yet. I put it up on eBay. Uh, I still have zero bids on it right now. I, I I keep telling you, man. I'm pretty sure the problem is that no one knows, like nobody's expecting it to be there because it's not out yet. I posted to the Paizo boards. I said, "Hey, <laughs> we won!" And if you search this for eBay, you can have a piece of the action. And nothing. I've got I've got five people watching in, in it in advance. Uh, no, yeah. Well, yeah. maybe somebody will snipe it. I hope so. Yeah. There's only 21 hours left. Uh, we after that was over, we were pretty much giddy. Uh, we walked back toward the L5R booth again, and our guy had gone to lunch. Stuart was at lunch, so they were able to pay, call him. And uh, you know, the guy that was working said, "You talk to these guys. You're going to give them this." And I'm like, "Yes." So we got our seventh and final way, and we were all happy about that. Um, yeah. I have put my nine promo cards up on eBay, and I actually got a bid on that, so I'm happy. I put my oh, cool. uh, my acrylic base up. Those have been going for like 250 bucks, so I'm excited to sell that. Uh, what else? Uh, we played. We 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 slid back into the the the, the dealer hall to wander around a little bit for tribbles. Yeah, uh, I uh, Mac gave me his badge so I could slip in one of the exhibitors and uh, and get that last set for uh, L5R. So we have a place. I have a place set. Uh, we met up and walked around a bit, picked up some last-minute items. You got a something positive sketch. I did. Oh, and we managed to, uh, as we had mentioned earlier, we enjoyed playing these characters so much that after the second round of the open, we went and purchased them at the store because we had so much fun playing them. And then they gave them to us as prizes for winning. So we made our way back to the Paizo booth and said, so. Yeah, thankfully uh, they let us change them out for ones that you and Charlie wanted. So uh, I was able to change out my two. Did you change out any of yours or you, you held on to them for? Uh, swapped for the Oracle. Ah, nice. All right. So, so we were able to get what we want. Yeah, I got this signed by the, uh, <laughs> this made up from the something positive guy. It's Davin. It says, yay, we're doomed. I told him to draw me Devin happy because it doesn't happen very often. So, of course, it's because we're doomed. So that was fun. Uh, we got to go by, back to the, by the Paizo booth and get some uh, ACG online cards. I haven't cashed mine in yet. Have you, have you seen that they did the uh, goblins yeah. in the, on, in the no. online game? Yeah, you can play as goblins now. Yay! Yeah, there's goblin uh, versions of all the main characters, and you can play the Weeby Goblins uh, characters as well. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Uh, we we, went, we got a couple more promos yeah. from. Oh, we went and saw the Broken Token guys uh, oh. because Gloom, my copy of Gloomhaven is going to be coming soon. But it turns out they're in Escondido, which is about ten miles east of here. So when that does show up, I'm just going to go over there and, and get it from them directly, so I didn't have to carry it back in my luggage. Uh, nice. I felt like we did some more shopping, but I don't see much else over here. Um, uh, we did the Artist Alley. Yes, that was fun. Uh, I did not see yeah, anything. That I wanted a mouse pad of this time, but uh, one of these days I'll, at Origins I had bought that 
Artist Alley, they had all their prints and everything, but they were selling mouse pads of their of their artwork. So I bought uh, one. I figure I'll do that again eventually. Um, and then uh, then we went off for Dribbles, and it was Dribbles Masters, and we we had the first round, and I swear three people at our table were playing Rescue, and there were but the 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 recycles were going left and right, and I don't know I I, I don't think you got a good foothold in that first round, did you? Nope, I, I did not, and I don't usually. Um, I think that was part of the problem was I actually got the opportunity to, uh, and I don't usually like to in the first round. Oh, I see. You mean the first table? Yeah, the first table. Um, yeah, I actually got the opportunity to go out in the first round, and so I went ahead and and I, I had evolved a few times, and I I I stacked my decks because I was looking pretty good to go out, and I just never did, uh, and that unfortunately meant that all of that work building up that discard pile in the first round meant it got all shuffled back in. So I kind of, I took a gamble and I, uh, I, it didn't pay off early. So I was kind of behind the eight ball trying to rebuild. So speaking of gamble, uh, I had my favorite play of the entire. Oh my God. That was uh, amazing. So my, myself and uh, who, who was it? Richard new again or Jason Rob, uh, uh, Eric Robin. Yeah, I think it was Richard. I, yeah, I think it was uh, Richard because it was. I he, think it was Richard. He was playing uh, Anti so, and Kapla, and I also had a few Anti and Kapla in my deck. Um, he played it many more times than I did. He Antied a lot. Uh, by the time that the last one in that first round came out, there were three Anti cards in there, and I had put in a hundred thousand the first time, thinking that I could get it. But after that, I was like, well, "What am I going to put in?" So I put in a couple of replicates. <laughs> And so when he finally kaplod, those cards went to my discard pile, and I put my hand on my discard pile, and I was out. <laughs> that was that was the end of the round. <laughs> that was fantastic. I did the same thing in the next in the next uh, uh, round, and he was not happy <laughs> with me <laughs> at all. Oh, so, the, next, the second table. Yeah, the second table. That was great. Uh, it wasn't enough the second time, but it was certainly enough to get to the final table. Uh, I think oh, I came man. in second or third overall. I have those results here. I have been hitting the ground running since I got back. I haven't posted them yet. That is my job this week to post triples masters results and triples at 10 results, but had a great time. Uh, we had a couple of play mats to give out in the buttons and plenty of triples to give away. Uh, uh, who won? Was it Eric? Uh, I don't know. All right. That was at your table. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I was sad because uh, I did. I have not played a lot of triples recently. We actually locally haven't really. Uh, you know, San Diego is like known for being the 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 renaissance, the rebirth of triples, and uh, and we have not played in in uh, in months and months. So I, I was kind of disappointed to uh, to not represent uh, very well, and uh, my rustiness showed. But you made it. I made it. Uh, so, so we were there. Yeah, uh, I made it to the final table. I came in second with five hundred thousand, but Stephen Lee came in first with eight hundred twenty-four thousand. Oh, that's right. That's right. He was playing uh, a uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, utilize Poison. and oh, utilize. Yeah, he he got. I, I'm looking at the thing and I see a hundred thousand, a hundred thousand, a hundred thousand. I think he went out once for three hundred thousand, but he got uh, at least almost four hundred thousand. Oh no, he went out once for three hundred thousand and got an idic for another ninety thousand. Uh, plus, got he hit one, two, three, four hundred thousands uh, over the course of you know, utilizing. So that was what won it for him. 
if I was close, 500, 511,000 with that, uh, it's my, my time warp deck. I really like that deck. You put a couple of, you get a couple of Fizzbins down, and then you time warp, get a couple of time warps, so you're only starting out with like four cards. And if you go out with those Fizzbins, you know, it's a couple hundred thousand points. Plus, you know, the anti-trick, which I'm going to use that forever now. That's going to be <laughs> the Dan maneuver. All right. Uh, but congratulations to Steven for coming in first. Uh, and went in the play mat. Um, and I think Maggie came in first at the second table and took that play mat. She so did. Congrats to her. Uh, and that was the final bell, I think. Uh, they, yeah, they, that was Jen Connell was wrapping it up. So we went back and you two, we went actually for a real dinner at TGI Fridays because we could sit down and not just order and run. And I learned yep. something. Uh, you know, I can't do the dairy, right? Uh, I asked for their dairy menu. Their dairy menu has <laughs> pictures of what's in it, each each item, and I swear, it was little like icons. it was little icons. Uh, there was a milk icon next to that's mm, uh, forty three of the forty five items on that menu, including the chicken sandwich that I had the previous two nights ago, which explains why I felt terrible the next day after that. Uh, I ended up getting uh, a rack of ribs, which was fantastic. So I can't complain too much. But the, that menu is—if you ever chance to have a chance to ask for the the, the allergy menu the at allergy TGI Fridays—it's worth it it's just online. for the laugh. Yes, yeah. uh, we'll we'll link to it in the show notes. Uh, we had we had <laughs> dinner. You took off uh, and and head off to go see your your other friend, including Ch- was Chad there? I missed out of if Chad yep, was there. Yeah, you met Chad. I, yeah. I tried to catch him on the floor, but missed him. So uh, it was nice to catch up with him. Yeah, I'm sad uh, I missed Chad him. Chad was there, uh, but I was feeling pretty tapped out, and so myself and Charlie and uh, Sean kind of just crashed at one of the tables at uh, at in in the Hyatt in the Marriott there, um, and just played. I think what did we play. I think we play um, Rick and Morty. Uh, the uh, the 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 uh, the anatomy, anatomy park. park game, I think we played a round of just just relaxing, not doing very much. Have a drink, of, have a glass of wine or something, game. Sure. Uh, and eventually we called it a night because we had an early day the next morning. So that was that. So early. But uh, I I played, including on Wednesday, I played all the games I brought with me. Uh, Wednesday we managed to play a game of Lord of the Rings. Uh, with the two decks that I brought, we did. Um, and I apologize because that went terribly for you. So next time we'll either switch it uh, up or it was a terrible draw. Uh, I still had fun. We played Pandemic, which I had brought. That's right. The game uh, of Pandemic went really well. It came down to the wire. Yeah, that was that was really close and really it was uh, a, a good game. Uh, did not play Code Words at all. We never really got a big big group of people together. Uh, I guess it's just because the we didn't have that many people there. Uh, so which was fine, you know. It's hard to get a, a quiet place to play a big game like that. And aside from Wednesday, it was loud in that lobby. So I don't really lament uh, not doing that much. But uh, we had a good time. I'm glad I brought what I did. Um, I'm glad we played what we played that we got there. I was much more excited to play that. And, um, yeah, packed up in time, too, for uh, our next big day. So that Which wrapped time? up. Uh, Gen Con, but we had one more adventure left, and that was. Uh, you know I'm, oh, yeah? I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to suggest. Yes. We set we save that adventure for 
a future day because we're running at over 90 minutes uh, for our Gen Con wrap up. Perfect. And, and I think that's good. Uh, there's a lot of intelligence this week. I know we haven't had a show in a while because of Gen Con, because of getting ready for Gen Con, but uh, we're back now. And I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, I will actually be, actually, I'll be back by next time. I will have Dragon Con this coming week. Uh, but we will, we're coming home Monday, so I will be home in time for another week. So we can talk about uh, the Day of Black Sun and Dragon Con as our intelligence for next week. Sound good? Next week, if you're really going to be back on the 4th? Yep. All right. Then let's talk about Dragon Con. We'll talk about the Day of Black Sun, and we'll talk about the release of Live Long and Prosper. How's that? That's right. All right. That sounds good. Uh, that's all the intelligence we have for this week except for the ones that we're saving for next week. In the meantime, I am Sir Hogue. And I am Sir Dan. And I will remind you all to expand your power in the universe. And we'll champion the world. We'll champion the world! You cannot run, you cannot hide, and you cannot defect. They are always...